Hey folks, you're listening to an episode of Cultural Lenses, a show about life from the perspective of an Indian man who grew up in the Middle East and is now living in Canada. Cultural Lenses is hosted by Nikhil Chodimela, otherwise known as LR11, or more simply, as LR. The theme song of Cultural Lenses was made by good friends of LR, Revelries. You can find them on Spotify and also on Twitter at Revelries Music. And finally, to keep up with LR and all of what he does, make sure you follow him on Twitter at LRThe11, on Instagram at LR11, and on Twitch, where he occasionally streams at twitch.tv LR11. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of Cultural Lenses. This is episode six of season two. Yes, um, I'm your host, Nick Hill Chodimela, otherwise known as LR11, or more simply known as LR. And today's episode is going to be a little bit more uh, freeform, same as last episode, because I had some things potentially planned and they didn't work out, um, and they're going to happen eventually, but. I still want to be consistent with this and I'm having fun, like I'm having fun doing all of this again. So, um, I figured I'd just stick to what I know best and that's kind of like wing it a little bit. Um, I have a few notes written down here of what I want to kind of touch base on and talk about, but this was always kind of the format. It was meant to be kind of casual, laid back. You're getting to know me, me getting to talk to you a little bit while you're doing whatever. Not about nothing specific. Um, Sometimes you learn something, sometimes you won't. Hopefully, sometimes I make you laugh. Sometimes I hope some of you have said, which I struggle to believe, but I'm trying to put those um, thoughts aside. Some of you have said that my voice is soothing and calming, and I'm I'm very grateful to hear all those words. I've been very uh, blessed and and grateful to have a lot of people reach out and say uh, some very nice things about my show, especially recently, and I'm. Uh, you know who you are, and I and thank you very much. Um, I think the nicest thing uh, that somebody said to me, and uh, they're one of my oldest friends, is that hearing, you know, listening to an episode here, my voice makes it feel like I'm right there. <laughs> and um, that made me happy. It It, it really did, because... I struggle and I, I, I have struggled with connecting over the last year, uh, with connecting with people because I kind of uh, lost that connection with myself a little bit and I recently found that again and I've been reaching out to rebuild some 
lost relationships for uh, some older relationships, lost, uh, broken, damaged, and for whatever reason. Um, clearly not reaching out to those who were um, toxic or uh, had a negative impact uh, on me, but people that kind of either faded off or we broke off because we left things just on a bad note and it was a misunderstanding. Could have been handled better. It was an immature, you know, argument, whatever. And to hear words like that make me very happy. Because um, I, 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 I created this to leave something behind, to share part of myself, to express myself. Because I needed some sort of creative outlet and of me yelling into the void about tattoos and about race and about culture and video games and food and a whole bunch of other things is how I landed on um, expressing myself and so be it because the one thing I can do good is talk. Might not have the best grammar, but I talk good. So I'm very grateful for those of you who have shared uh, nice messages. Um, always have been and always will be. Um, but based on last episode, I wanted to clarify something. Um, there are people who are close to me who are queer and um, a queer individual did bring this up to me that uh, Alphabet Mafia might not be the best thing. Most like maybe some people might not um, um, appreciate that humor. Um, and so I just wanted to clarify, I didn't mean that humor in any kind of, with any kind of negative connotations and I can understand why it may come off as such, but I'm not so much pressed about that. But I am so much. I'm more much more pressed about the fact that I didn't take the time to mention that the A in LGBTQAI2S plus does not stand for ally. The A stands for a, uh, asexual. Um. So if you consider yourself an ally, you're you're not on that list specifically. Um. Because I've seen it happen, I've heard it happen, I've I've read, you know, whatever about it, but um, asexual and bisexual erasure are two big things um, to internalize kind of um, homophobic tendencies. I think that's the best way to put it within the queer community. And um, I just I just wanted to clarify that um, the jokes I make. Um, regarding the queer community is because I make those jokes with individuals who are queer and we know each other. And so if it came off the wrong way to anybody, I apologize, but just know I didn't mean anything bad by it. And um, the A stands for asexuals, or ace, I believe, as well, um, including because there's a, there's a lot that I don't know and I'm still learning. Um, but asexual and bisexual erasure is very much a thing, so... Um, I just, I just wanted to I just want to throw that out there clarify some things um but yeah no going off that people have been saying some nice things I learned a few things as well um this past week uh the one thing that I did learn is that um I I hired a personal trainer in October 2020 um and I and I, and I did an episode on my physical mental I think that's what it's called physical mental health um, I did that episode, I think, earlier this year, uh, maybe February, March 2021, or even Jan 2021, if anybody wants to scroll back. And I was talking about how 
you know, you hear a lot about how uh, some some movement, some activity, some sweat, getting your heart rate up, uh, some exercise is good for you, gets, you know, the right kind of hormones flowing, starts helping you move your body, burn off some excess calories, whatever, whatever. Um, and it's also supposedly good for uh, depression because exercise helps release some of that oxycodone and uh, serotonin. And uh, that episode basically covered over how true that fucking is. Um, and I had a chat with my trainer recently after one of my sessions. It was last week. And she was saying that um, I've basic like I've progressed faster than she was expecting in in terms of muscle strength um because now um with some relative effort i'm deadlifting 235 pounds and i'm uh i'm 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 getting strong i'm feeling strong um i haven't really lost weight i think i've actually gained a few kilos because some of that fat's turned into muscle and like actual muscle this time i think i actually gained weight but my body fat went down the last time they did they did an examination um but i'm I'm, i started all this to say that this past week actually this past training session i go in and by the end of it she's like all right cool we're gonna run a 5k by the end of the summer i said fuck no we're not doing that (laughs) because i don't run um unless it's for like a team sport or something i don't run don't enjoy it um you can come at me with all the advice all your personal experience i don't give a fuck no offense but i don't care i don't run not for me uh so she said well we because there's a there's a challenge the 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 place that i go to they focus only on personal training or two-on-two and they have like weekly challenges and they have like quarterly challenges where they want to push the clients and the trainers together um because we did like a whole color test before I joined the gym. And I don't know if I mentioned this, but I'll talk about it again, which is why I really like this place. We did a color test where uh, at the start, it's like, all right, cool. Here's four cards. Each of them have four different colors and on them were personality traits. And they're like, all right, cool. Um, rank them from most like you to least like you. Which card color, uh, like rank the card colors and which one is most like you to least like you. So that we can match you with a trainer with a similar color scheme. So that, so that we know how to help train you better. Like, how do you respond? And we'll figure that out. Um, and that's how I ended up with my trainer. And she's been awesome in knowing when to push me and when not to push me and how to motivate me. And she's been very receptive as well to when I really don't want to do something. I don't want to do this in general. Physical exercise is not my thing. I've started enjoying it lately and not complaining as much and actually having fun because I'm able to f- perform better and I'm able to do more and lift heavier. But in general, physical exercise is not my favorite. Um, but that hasn't stopped me. It's just certain things like I, do, I refuse to get on the treadmill. Uh, like I'll do it and she makes me do it once every month or so. But um, that's left me in a position where I have good burst strength. Like, you know, for short durations of time, short distances, whatever, running, lifting heavy weights, I'm good. But I don't have any endurance. And so I'm going to be now working towards uh, cycling at 30K by the end of the summer. So that's going to be exciting. I don't know what I necessarily got myself into, but I'd rather honestly rather that over running um, because she wanted me to do a 5K. And I'm like, nope, nope, not doing a jogging, running, not my thing. I understand the need for some sort of long-term sustained activity to help build stamina and endurance, but running is not it. 
Um, so yeah, I th- I thought that was cool. I'm just feeling I'm just feeling I've just been feeling proud of myself lately, especially because the I'm trying to be or trying to have the positives more in the front of my mind because I'm still waiting for my work permit and I have been since November and it is really weighing on me because legally I'm, I cannot work. I cannot study. If I leave the country, I cannot come back in assuming there was no COVID and I had the capability to leave the country. I can't do anything. I've spent the last six and a half years trying to build my life here and I'm just kind of stuck right now. I'm stuck in this limbo. And we went through the phase where it was really, really weighing heavy on me um, a while ago. And I've kind of come about that because I've just surrendered myself to the fact that it's going to take as long as it's going to take. I'm at the point where there's nothing I can do. My lawyers can't do anything. I just have to wait. Um, But it's starting to weigh in on me again because we're at the point where it should have been out by now. Or like I should have gotten some news, whether it's a rejection or, you know, approval. Um, and that's starting to weigh on me again, I think, and I don't like that. And I mean, I could say, yeah, you know, I could try and not think about it and do all these other things, but then the fact is, this is my, this, this affects my future. It affects my immediate future because if I get rejected, I'm going to have to leave. Where do I go? Um, my family scattered all to, all over the place. I don't have a quote unquote home anymore. I, I've, I've been considering uh, Vancouver as my home now for, for a while. Um, the home that I used to, uh, that I, that I was in when, when I was going to high school and, and we were there for, uh, what was it like? I was there for seven years, six years, seven years. Um, my dad's moved out of the country. I don't have that place anymore. Um, my mom lives on her own in Dubai. My dad's in Germany. My sister's in Scotland. I, it's just... There's a lot to kind of shoulder, you know? And there are people in worse off situations. And I'm not doing the thing where I'm like, oh, because there are people in worse off situations, my thing's not bad, so I'm just not going to think about it or... Um, attend to my own needs, uh, but I'm just trying to be objective and aware that there are people with worse off situations, and I have the privilege to, even without working, be okay. So I'm just trying to focus on the silver lining, um, while being cognizant of the fact that um, it is starting to bear on my mental health again. Um, and this and this level of transparency on a platform like this is oddly, um liberating and cathartic at the same time because it's not like i don't talk about these things or i'm like a closed book um or like you know like i just kind of do my own thing and i go day to day and it's not like i hide anything specifically if somebody asks or if the topic comes up naturally i'm pretty open about most things but just kind of like you know just kind of spilling it all out (laughs) letting it all out It, it is very cathartic and liberating um but yeah, like uh, this, this, this week's episode might, in fact, be uh, might actually be a shorter episode. But um, the last thing of of note that I, um, well, actually, two things. E three is just oh well, no, wait, wait, excuse me, three things. All right, something very important. 
I'm going to I'm going to bring up right now. GCX event. I've shilled for them plenty of times. Um, and I'm going to again. If you're listening right now, you have till the 20th of June 2021 to go to gcxevent.com and donate. Now this is a um it is a week-long live stream charity marathon set up to benefit St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. I've delivered this pitch on on my previous show and I've delivered delivered this pitch while I was still a streamer. Um but St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital is a is a uh, fantastic facility, fantastic care medical marvel research place like they'll take in families and kids from all over the world cover their food and expenses and help treat their kids um and all the research that they do that they put it out for free so that other people can use it and benefit from it and um they're they're honestly quite an amazing um charity um if if you're ever in a, a position of privilege where you do have disposable income, um, think of purposing it towards charity. And I believe that there are um, three levels that you should kind of like focus on. I remember hearing somebody talk about this or reading about this somewhere, but like, you know, when you focus something that's kind of local, you know, that affects your community, that affects your neighborhood, then you want to do something that affects your city or like, you know, your your state, county, province, um yeah and then you want to do something on maybe an international level right um three different tiers because then you're affecting as many people as possible and saint jude's i think a um honestly i would consider them a global um cause at this point but um gcxevent.com um uh, gaming community expo this is this is the this is the convention where i met a lot of my good friends online um it's because of this um space that these streamers have created that led to them being like hey fuck it we can show that gaming can do good what can we do and then they went on and created this it used to be called guardian con and then they went through a rebrand and it's now called gcx so gcxevent.com you have until the 20th of june so if you're listening to this right now even if it's a dollar even if it's ten dollars whatever it is or even if all you can do is share go to their profiles their social media and share it wherever um, even that helps just getting the word out. Um, but gcxevent.com, the link will be in the description. Um, and then you'll be able to go donate. There's some cool incentives. If you're a gamer, even if you're not, what you're doing is helping fund the fight against cancer. Um, very important. Like I, um, yeah, they, last year they did 4 million for uh, in in the in for their fundraising year it's they've just seen growth and growth and growth and growth and they've done so many amazing things and the money that they're raising is going towards a great cause and that's going to be my shill wrap up for for the um for the week um but but do some research into saint jude's as well um some of their programs and some of the work that they've done has been groundbreaking and has been amazing um that's that i can't remember there was something else i wanted to talk about um something else that came off the top of my head that i forgot to write down um i want a ps5 oh that's right yeah i want to talk about e3 uh just briefly um i'm very excited 
to see the efforts of uh, video game developers and what they've been capable of doing during a global pandemic and during a lockdown while everybody is working from home. And, you know, all that E3 news came over this weekend. And I'm just sad because uh, when E3 came around uh, the last couple of years, there was a heavy focus on it for um, a good... um, Because that's what my last show was on, right? Uh, The last show that I was involved with uh, was a video game-focused podcast. So I really had fun diving into what uh you know the upcoming video game news and it helped me kind of keep a pulse on things and also work towards pitching myself as somebody who wanted to get into the video game industry um and uh some of that passion has uh, shifted and been uh, refocused in other places um but yeah it, don't be hard on yourselves and and i think i've uh I've not been for a very long time, but especially when we're in situations like we are in now. You need to be able to go with the flow, especially when things aren't going your way. You want to you want to surrender yourself to the changes that are coming. And to the things that are happening and kind of go with the flow and adapt and just deal with whatever new hand you've been dealt. Um. Shit's going to suck for a while. Shit has been sucking for a while. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a pessimist. I would say I'm a realist. A realistic kind of person. Realist? Is that is that what you'd call them? Pragmatic person? I'm a pragmatic person. And I wasn't expecting any of this to end this year or even next year or even last year. And people are pretending like things have ended and they're going back to normal when they clearly haven't. But that's a whole other topic. Um just be kind to yourself and just know if you're listening to this that a brown bearded man in Vancouver, Canada is proud of you. I am. I'm proud of the effort that you put into yourself and I'm proud of the effort that you put into existing just on a daily basis. Things are difficult and I think we should allow ourselves to be grateful and proud of even the smallest things that we're able to achieve Especially if they make you happy. Forget about other people for a moment. Just think about yourself. If they make you happy, I'm proud of you. Um, and going on from something wholesome and inspirational, I am going to quickly talk about... Um, not quickly, uh, but I'll spend these last few minutes on the fact that Palestine is still under attack. Um, it is popular belief, and I agree with this, that the ceasefire that Israel called a couple of weeks ago was just to settle things down on an international kind of social media news level um, because we've just, as of recording this, June 15th, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, um, a couple of hours ago, there were airstrikes again, once again, on the Gaza Strip. Along with a far-right... settler protest a zionist protest marching through um i believe the borders of the west bank earlier this week um netanyahu was ousted as israel's prime minister and is to be replaced with somebody and initially i thought that was a good thing i 
I've been busy dealing with other things, so I didn't really look into it too much. But I don't think it's a good thing. <laughs> um, again, these are people who have been living there for decades, if not centuries, who are being forced um, out of their homes. And th- and that's really... Um, there are a lot more other details. I'm not going to say it's as simple as that. But like that's the that's the core thing that's happening. Um, we can argue about who was there first, who it rightfully belongs to, but the facts are there were people living there and you decided, fuck that, I'm going to come and kick them all out and take back what's mine. Um, even after you'd agree, you'd reach an agreement of where, yeah, okay, whatever, we'll just live side by side. And then you're like, no, fuck that. I've changed my mind. I'm going to take all this power that I have that's being funded by some of the world's superpowers and aim it at these people who have next to nothing. It's their rocks versus my tanks. That's literally the situation right now. And it has been for a very long time. So much like the Black Lives Matter movement, and the stopping uh, the stop Asian hate movement. Use your platforms, whatever platforms you have available to you, um, to echo the sentiments and the voices of others, or, or at the very least, take the time to educate yourself and do some research. Um, if you go listen to the Palestine episode that I did, that's a good place to start, and I link a couple of resources there that you can go and learn more. Um, of course, don't take anybody's uh, word to be end-all, be-all. Look through multiple sources, do multiple readings, do your own research before you come up with a proper opinion rather than just falling in line, just thinking like everybody else is thinking. Um, but beyond that, that's where I'm going to leave you this week. Thank you very much for listening. I hope your week is going great, and I hope you continue to have a fantastic week. I will see you guys next week for another episode. Um, And hopefully what I have planned for that episode should happen. Um, But if it doesn't, we'll figure something out. But thank you very much for listening. Be safe. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. And tell a loved one, uh, you know, you, you love them. You care for them. See you next week.